0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout, which is now part of the High Productions family. As per usual, my name is Ingram Noble and I am your resident Drama School Dropout, and this week I, I can't believe that I'm about to introduce this absolute icon to my podcast. Um, Just a little disclaimer, there's not really an introduction to this podcast, we sort of just started talking and uh, I was very overwhelmed because she's one of my idols and one of my heroes, and... I'm so excited for you all to hear this epic conversation. So we're going to go into the introduction like we usually do. I'm going to roll a glorious theme tune performed by Anna Davidson. And then the conversation just sort of starts. So there's your little disclaimer. But this week I am joined by one of my absolute heroes of writing and television please welcome to the podcast the creator of two pints of lager and a packet of crisps susan nixon
1: drama school drop no graduation day for you drama school drop out whole course now try something new drama school drop You know um what makes a, a a good show is um the actors. Um and and it, it is very difficult for me to to have to say that as a writer. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> Same. it really is. You have to you have to uh, give a lot of credit because um those actors were
0: incredible and Um, yeah like I always want the credit for all of everything that I write (laughs) I would too
1: at your age and I think at at your age I was probably writing the first series of of two pints um and um and and that's not entirely true
0: yeah I was just gonna say because I was doing research did you not write two pints while you were in school
1: I was like five or something I don't (laughs) remember
0: (laughs) it said you were writing it while you were doing your GCSEs because that was going to be one of my questions how did you manage to juggle that
1: no I um I was writing TV when I I did my GCSEs and then um I did a couple of plays that were like sitcom showcases um at the Riverside Studios I think um I think they're a little erstwhile now I think they were closed um god I wish that had come back um they were just sitcom showcases i did a couple of those and then um and then and then two pints originated from there when i was about 16 17 years old um and then uh there were, there were a, a, a bunch of actors knocking about who were like i was watching Hollyoaks, like eating my pasty on my my couch. And and I was looking at Will Mella and Natalie Casey on my telly and going like, oh, those guys are funny. Mm -hmm. And I was watching the Royal family and just thinking, oh, my God, I love him. And then all of a sudden, these guys are are presented to you. And you think, oh, my God, (laughs) they're dicks. No, how, no, they, they weren't. <laughs> how involved
0: were you in casting
1: um i um was in the room so the uh the actors would turn up and they would you know audition um and when and when um a, a, a person that turned up like i think ralph may have been an offer actually he may may have been just offered the role um natalie i think she may have been like totally my choice because she is just fucking phenomenal yeah um and then um oh i tell you what gas we we tried out um probably 100 boys for gas and i had to get on the train back to Runcorn to to, uh, to uh, well to get the cheap train home you know what the you <laughs> know yeah. So I had to beat the the expensive train, and the producer or the casting director came running in when I was just like trying to rebook my train to go. Like, am oh, I gonna get home tonight? <laughs> I don't know anyone in London. And um, and uh, it was Tracy Gillum, and she said, uh, "You've got to come and see this guy." And I walked out, and there's Will Mellor, Jambo from Hollyoaks. And I'm like, yeah, no. I I told this guy was going to be the fucking best person in the fucking world, um, and he was. It was gas. He was just sat there, and he was he was gas. And like I uphold to this day, and I will say this: I hope not in my dying breath, but to my dying breath, that Will Mellor is the finest comedy actor that our our country has. I would agree. I think yeah. he's one of the best. Well, maybe, he is the best in my maybe
0: opinion. Maybe Will and Peter Kay. I think I've got to put Peter K. Maybe
1: Kay yeah. Which one do you want to cuddle you at night though?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but so last year there was rumors that Two Pints was coming back that was fueled by Will <gasps> Mella. So In a I pandemic? Have- I have two questions and I, okay. I think you're gonna answer them both the same with the same word is is it true and can I be in it? I will work for free.
1: Yes and yes.
0: <laughs> is it happening?
1: Is it for free?
0: I'll work for free.
1: Okay. All right. Well, um what's happening at the moment is that uh we're talking to the BBC and the BBC are uh they are a a corporation and in a corporation there are many cogs and those cogs move extremely slowly (laughs) so so basically what you've got is it's me um will ralph um and we're all we're, we're all three of us are just going um yeah we're here we'll we'll do it I, and the BBC are going, oh, brilliant, let's do it. And I'm sort of sat here going, um, okay, when? <laughs> and they go, well, we don't know. I would
0: so, kill
1: what you've got to, say, um, to be in two parts. A, a, a corporation who has no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, come and be the new Arthur. That would be cool
0: i'll anything that you want me to do have you seen
1: will and ralph's podcast
0: of course i have of course i have i
1: have to keep i have to i have to keep covering my mouth because like (laughs) i've got this blue thing don't (laughs) worry about
0: it um yeah i would anything that you would ever want me to do I'll do it.
1: Come in and um come in and be the new Arthur and um uh, uh, why I mentioned Will and Ralph's podcast is cuz uh, there was this episode where Will goes oh have you uh, have you, you kissed a man in a um, an episode a, of anything Ralph and Ralph does this look like this yeah and i was watching it thinking what has that happened i i think i've seen a lot of uh, Ralph's stuff i can't
0: and then remembered he has a little snog with Arthur. He
1: snogs Arthur. That's his gay kiss on TV. Yeah, and we Will's talking about a very, very seminal scene about you know when when he played a, a, a gay character, a predatory gay character, and it was real acting. And was going, yeah, he <laughs> snogged Arthur. That, that that is that is the the, the point of his yeah the but
0: actual. I would I would die. If I was in two pints, like this is just this isn't even a podcast episode anymore, it's just going to be an audition. So ask me to do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> this is how this is how I'm breaking into the industry. I'm going to tell people I want to do a podcast with them, but then be like, no, I just want to be in your stuff. So this
1: is just an audition for you, is yeah.
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm going to do it. Um, so yeah when do you remember was there like a single solitary moment that you can remember where you thought two pints of lager and a packet of crisps and came up with the idea
1: no no absolutely not it was um no it was a, a process like a, a as I've, I've explained um to entered uh, competition yeah. did a couple of things kept going and going and going really wanted to be a sitcom writer um that's all i've I've ever wanted to be and that's all I ever loved on on television um and then just that was that was the way forward so so it's one of those like focus on that one girl that one genre and and continue
0: yeah just sometimes you hear people go like I was like take for instance the famous one JK Rowling I was on a train and all of these ideas just started coming to me and I was wondering if there was like a single solitary moment where you were like Gaz, Johnny, Donna, Janet, Louise?
1: Well, I would love that. I would love that <laughs> if I was on a bus in Roncorn, watching some guy eating a full vionetta at the back of the bus, which he used to, I can't remember his name. I think it was Rolo. Um, But he used to eat, you know what a vionetta is?
0: Yeah.
1: Right, so he used to eat a full vionetta at the back of the bus. And I would love, if I'd have been like, Two seats in front of him. If I'd looked back and suddenly went, "There's a show right there," yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. But um, divine I, I inspiration—I don't think divine inspiration comes to you. I, no, I, I, I seriously doubt J.K. Rowan's story. There, I mean that—that that can't have happened. That she she was on a train and I
0: mean, a bunch s-
1: of trees went past, and she went, <laughs> "Oh look, Ron, Hermione."
0: I've had. I've had, like, ideas like that. Like, I remember I wrote a play called um, Fags, Shags, and Festivals. And I was sat in bed one night. Can I read it? Hundred. You can read whatever you want. You can have everything. I'd rather send you my yeah, latest it one. It's, 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 like, better. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I can show you. All right. Send I it me.
1: Sh- send it
0: me. Fully. Oh, wow. It's print. it's simple. Yeah. This is the one that we're putting on oh, next year. Oh, send me one. Send me yes. one. If you send me
1: your... <gasps> own- oh, I couldn't see it.
0: please please do
1: i I, I will actually come and see it it would be amazing i'd love
0: that
1: um i never get invited anywhere
0: oh you can come to whatever i do (laughs) i've not been out of my house in a year (laughs) you you can come and watch me open the post if you want you can (laughs) you can come to whatever i do but i remember the play that i wrote i was laying in bed and i just I, i got up and i went two twins one thinks they're going to Rome and one thinks they're going to a music festival but the music festival is the one that they're actually going to but the other one doesn't know about it and I was like right I have to write this
1: is is that a real story that's
0: genuinely it didn't like I didn't have the characters I didn't have what was gonna happen I just thought two twins one of them's a SWAT one of them's not one of them thinks they're going to Rome but the other's booked a music festival and that was all I had and I got up and I thought I have to write this and I started writing and I, I think I stayed up all night. But like, and and that just
1: made sense to you and
0: everything that was going to happen. And like, there was obviously like when I I like, I don't like to plan when I write. I like to write. Did you have the characters there? Were the
1: characters in in
0: you? No? Two female twins was what I'd sort of thought of. And then I knew that they were going to have to be juxtaposed within their personalities. One thought they were going to go on like this really cool traveling trip before uni, and then the other one took them to a music festival and then I had to sit down and be like well why does this one want to go to a music festival and yeah I I mean you gotta you've got to challenge your 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 characters I've never had it come to me where it's just like this is what is going to happen scene by scene by scene like that sort of thing never
1: is that Um, not how you write Uh, do you not do you not plot or do you No, I I write uh,
0: and see where it takes me oh that's good and sometimes I wish I could do that I've got notebooks upon notebooks of unfinished scripts because I get to a point where are like, they?
1: Where do you keep your notebooks upon notebooks? <laughs> they're
0: in my living room on my bookshelf. um But they're literally like you'll it's scripts upon scripts upon scripts and then it'll just stop because I stopped writing it because it was rubbish and I didn't like the way it was going. But I'm not ever a person sometimes, like with this one, I knew how I wanted it to end about three weeks into writing it. Yes, um, but so I didn't have the write end this in, myself. So I wrote this with my right. best friend who's also on the cover. Um, but I knew name? Heather, Heather Spiden. She also produces this podcast. Hi, Heather. <laughs> um, yeah. So like it was actually, it was a stage play for a TV show. Um, that's all I can say. I was at uni at the time and I couldn't cope with the workload because they were expecting me to do so many words a week. And then I had like loads of different assignments. And I just had to say, I can't do this. I'm very sorry. And it was the first time I'd ever turned anything down. And I had 30 pages of it that I didn't hand over. So when I like left the project, I didn't hand over what I'd already written. And it sat in my desk for maybe three months. And I got it out one day and I phoned Heather and I said, listen, I can't write this myself. I think it needs a woman. So do you want to like come on and write it with me? Because one of the, the central plot is about mother and daughter relationships. And I was like, right, well, I need... I need a woman to help me with this because I don't understand those relationships because I'm not a mother or a daughter. And Heather came on and we wrote it in six months.
1: But you are a woman because I mistook <laughs> you for a woman.
0: <laughs> um, and I think we've got a really good play. Like, I'm excited for it.
1: I am too. So where where is this going to be on? Where, where can I
0: see it? So it's going to be in the Webster's Theatre of April 2022. Where's the Webster's In Glasgow. In Glasgow.
1: amazing i love glasgow yes we are coming we're we're coming up to see that
0: i'm i'm here for this i'm holding you to it too Um, yes
1: you should do (laughs) so 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 tell me um uh uh, when it's on and uh, i mean you already told me when it's on and all that sort of stuff but you've got to text me and and yes i'll I'll send you i just forget everything
0: yeah Uh, if you once we've done this if you send me your address i'll pop one of these in the post for you
1: oh my god really
0: yeah, oh, I'll I get. Love to read that. I'm with Heather on Ooh. Sunday because we are doing the promo shoot for the actual the play poster. I'll get her to sign one, and I'll sign one, and I'll send it to you.
1: What do you do on the the promo shoot as the so the writer of it?
0: Um, well, we're currently all me and Heather, who both wrote it, are producing and directing. Right. So I am doing um, everything. I'm a photographer. I'm a director. I'm a person that oh, writes so you, So
1: you do the. So so am yeah, I'm, um, I'm
0: taking the photos. I'm. Directing, I'm booking the theaters, finding advertising for the program. I
1: love that. You know, uh, that sort of autonomy of artistry is. I'm just here for that. When when there isn't a a, an enormous money man behind things to to stop what you're doing.
0: Oh no, we're funding this ourselves.
1: I know. I think that is is um, is wonderful. What we said was
0: so when we Brilliant. sat down and spoke about it we said this is our baby this is what we have done this is our lockdown project so the first time it's ever going to be shown is our vision mm. how we thought of it and then we'll let other people do what they want with it so it's like i don't want anyone else to fuck with it before i get to fuck with it like yes. that sort of thing
1: I, I, I think that's a marvelous thing that's that's um incredible i Oh, I do like the young, you know. I do like, I do like those young intrepid explorers into the the arts world.
0: It's we've got such a good cast. Um, I'm really excited about it. The venue is marvelous. Um, I'm I'm just so excited. Like, we're not so after Sunday. We're doing a Zoom read in August, and the mm-hmm. rehearsals don't start until January. And I was talking to Heather and I was like, I'm Mm. going to need to find something else to do because I want to do all of this now. I want to be in (laughs) Rome working on it.
1: You're going to have the best time. You just turned 23 and you have your own, you have your own theatre show. And you must be the most positive person in the
0: entire world. I'm I'm really not. I'm also the easiest person to piss off in the world. But I want to tell you a really funny story that I, I think that you will find hilarious. Um, It's along the same lines of what we were talking about earlier. I, two years ago, I auditioned for drama schools for the first time and I was in a college where I was doing acting and we had to sing for, I think, two unis. So I went in and I had prepared little girls from Annie because I was like, you don't need to sing it. It's more of a talkie song. <laughs> and I went in and I said to my friends, Oh, what are you doing? Like, I, I had, loads of friends that were girls in college and all of them said little girls (laughs) Annie," and i was like right well i can't do that because like even though it would have been different because i'm a boy doing it all of that yeah i mean i want to see it they're gonna see this can you just give us a
1: snatch of it absolutely
0: not i cannot sing i know i said Uh, i'd do anything i think you're gonna
1: i think you're gonna burst out into it then when you went absolutely
0: not um But yeah, so I changed the song and I was like, I can't sing, so I've got to do something funny. I did find my Casanova from the Two Pints special for one of them.
1: Oh, you, but with the dance routine. No, but
0: also (laughs) I didn't get in.
1: (laughs) Well, you wouldn't.
0: (laughs) Um, But I was just, my, my thinking of it was, I've got to be funny. I've got to do something that they're not going to have seen Anybody else do? And I was like,
1: I don't think anyone would have seen anyone do that in.
0: That the, was my the thinking. of
1: the world. That was
0: my thinking. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna show them something I they have that. never seen before. And I was going through what, songs, I, and, did, and that did, one did popped up.
1: Ask why you did that? Or? Yeah, I, I was asked
0: about the song choice, and I said it's from one of my favorite TV shows that um, explores the kind of storytelling that I'm very interested in. And it's also a song that you will never hear again or have heard before in a drama. <laughs> so regardless of whether you think it was good or bad, you'll never forget it.
1: They will. I, I, I'm I. sure they will never forget. And I also did you, the line did of,
0: we're going out on the pole now to so get your coat, you stupid slag. I did that line. <laughs> oh no! I was committed. Stupid slag.
1: I was I was
0: committed. How were um, you
1: dressed when you did this? All blacks. Okay. I
0: uh, was <laughs> just like that. Gonna find my Casanova. So he told me I can't sing, <laughs> cannot sing to save my life. Um, but yeah, I love that
1: story. Two pints was oh, no. genuinely. So
0: sorry. Oh no! Don't worry about it. It was me. I done it, and it was good that I didn't get in there. I, I got. But
1: I could have. I could have written you a letter of. of... <laughs>
0: recommendation Recommendation.
1: i don't know i'm I'm sorry about this boy
0: (laughs) so i've got some hypothetical questions for you now which are always fun so if we were following hypothetical
1: (laughs) questions
0: (laughs) if we were following the government's advice, which we're not going to do because fuck the Tories, <clears throat> and you could retrain in any job whatsoever in the world, what would you want to retrain as?
1: Oh, a, um, a neurologist.
0: Yeah, I, I, I sort of would love to do something like that. But then my dream would be to, like, edit people's books. So I don't know.
1: Oh, wouldn't that be a good, an amazing job that you get to read all day? Exactly, and, then, um, and 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 then say, "Well, I didn't like that sentence." <laughs> Mad Hague.
0: Well, I, I always say, like, <laughs> I did. I read all day anyway. Like, I'm a massive reader. I have been yeah, since I was too. a kid. So, like, oh, well, like paid, all
1: writers are they're just huge readers, and 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 to be paid for reading, and then like, to like perfect. phone up, like you, yeah, you'd be you'd be like you'd be, you'd be you'd have your idol on the end of the phone and just go hey, you're shit. Chapter 13, line 24. Crap!
0: I do also love telling people that they're wrong. (laughs)
1: Do you? I don't like to Not in a really
0: nasty way, but I I love sort of being like, Hmm? I I would change that. Like, see, when I know that I could make it better, (laughs)
1: like, that's
0: what I like. I'm I'm really quite narcissistic that way. Oh, that's mean. (laughs) Um, so then the next one is if you were booked in the west end show in the west end to do to write a two-person show I, i've changed it up because a two-person
1: show So you show. can write
0: a two-person show and you can cast anyone in the world no, with no financial restraints who is in your two-person show
1: <gasps> oh well and are you allowed to bring these people um back to life
0: no because they there's... have to be alive oh.
1: But it's my so like it to be plausible. show and I have no financial restraints.
0: We we could, we could um like, what do they call it? Manifest it. So, like, no financial restraints. The BBC are going to phone you tomorrow and say, Susan, you're going to write a two-person sitcom and you can cast any two people in the entire world. Who would they be? Jesus
1: Christ, who are the, in my opinion, the best actors that have ever lived, is what you're really asking me.
0: But mine wouldn't be the um, best. Mine wouldn't be the best.
1: Well, what is this two-person show? Can be anything that
0: you want. So you can, so like mine would probably be.
1: Oh, am I writing this? Show? Yeah, you're
0: writing the show. So mine. Would, oh
1: right. Okay.
0: David Threlfall. So I would pick David Threlfall <gasps> because he's a legend. Oh,
1: yes, amazing And then
0: And I'm going to throw like a wild card in there to work with him, Melissa McCarthy, who I love. Oh, so, isn't she
1: amazing? She is such a wonderful person as well. Yeah.
0: So like, then I would write the show around those two characters, like those two actors.
1: Would you? Um, you know, the, the best thing about actors is that they can just... Um, they can organise your brain for you. So, yeah. so when you, you have two incredible actors like, say, David Ralph and Melissa McCarthy, you could um, you could get them to improvise, and then you yeah. got a show. Um, but oh god, I can't even think of 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 two actors that I that I would absolutely love in a room who are capable of just manifesting a a character i mean god yes i mean i i I couldn't top your your two things uh (laughs) your two things your two turns
0: Uh, (laughs) they're just like i I love i love shameless like one of like it's up there in one of my favorite tv shows and um the likes of melissa mccarthy who is just a god
1: she's so funny 100 Um, and 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 one of the one of the um one of the things i i I really wanted to to talk to you about actually um i've never done a a a, one of these things before i've never done a a podcast before was about comedy
0: popping your cherry i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can ask me whatever you want
1: um well I uh, I was going to say about uh comedy actors sometimes they they get a little bit of a bad press yeah. comedy actors and every single comedy actor can do drama very very well
0: Here's the not, thing there's...
1: nobody can do comedy
0: Yeah <laughs> there's, there's literally a... <laughs>
1: about four people who can and and and, and, yeah. and in those people um, of them, there are uh, half that are women, and even fewer that are diverse. And you know, so, so say you get someone like Catherine is I was literally just planet. about
0: to say, I was literally no word of a lie. There is an actress. one
1: of the funniest fucking women on the planet. Clearly, literally, I mean, how can you be so funny, so beautiful? And such a nice person as well. How does that thing exist in the world?
0: No word of a lie. I was just about to say there's a comedy actress who I grew up watching, but didn't realise maybe until I started studying acting how great they were. Because when I was a oh. kid, I, I had no idea. And I was about to say Catherine Drysdale. She is she is not
1: the phenomenal. most beautiful
0: person in the world? Like, I... I have a hard time deciding who my favourite Two Pints character is. But I think it's Louise. Is it? I think so. Oh. Who's your oh, favourite she... character?
1: <laughs> Don't ask me that. I love them all oh, so much.
0: Who is your favourite person to write for?
1: Um this is why I admire Catherine so much. Is that um whenever we brought a new writer to the show, they always said. Um, my favourite character is Louise uh, because she was so easy to write for because she seemed like the most stereotypical character. But what Catherine did was to to bring a flavour to it that was not a a comedic flavour, but she just brought this sort of like a little bit of terribleness that that yeah. wasn't in the script. It wasn't in the. Um,
0: it's like that line yeah, where she it. says, "My mum needs a kidney," oh, um, whatever, whatever she says, and then she goes, "No, it's not great. I'm not going to get my inheritance." Like, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. She's
1: so cute. And she, oh, oh, I love, I love Kathy. Um, she, she's fucking amazing. Um, favorite character. My favorite character to write for was Donna. Actually, I, I love um,
0: Donna. I know. Oh god, she. Those snappy one-liners.
1: Well, she was just very much like Natalie, she was just like always reading her books and then just going like, "Really?" She was she was a, a, a terrible snark, a terrible um wit on set all the time um which they all were um the best uh the best pair and i was i loved writing Jan- janet and johnny together i always yeah. thought like to represent a a happy marriage or a, a happy pair of people was um was rare yeah <laughs> in a in a sitcom
0: that's a really interesting segue because there was this sort of i don't know how involved you were with like the final sort of finish up of the series because there was a vote where you could vote if you wanted gaz to end up with janet or donna how did you feel about that as like as a creator and they're tying up your story and they're sort of leaving it up to the great british public
1: um that was my decision uh, love that to get people on board and and to um i just said look this is people are very involved i I love the fans they're they're obviously very very involved as well um let's leave it up to to them one way yeah. or another and we'd already um we'd already tried a, a sort of text thing with uh a, an episode i think it was called like text 8308 or something um which which was. Like uh, Louise going off to Liverpool to meet up with some Hollywood producers or something, uh, <laughs> and, um, and I just thought it 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 would be a, a nice idea to to get people involved to um, ask them what they actually felt like. We can go one way or the other. We, we write this or I write this so fast and so um, so intuitively now that we can. We're we so
0: invested together in the characters that we can go one way or the other. And what I always like to ask writers as well is do you have a favourite line of dialogue? No. I, I, I've got <laughs> I don't. I've got a favourite two pints line of dialogue, and I've got a favourite line of dialogue that I've ever written. And my favorite two pints of uh two pints line of dialogue. I but is, I didn't
1: write it, but it's but it's one of the other. Guys. I think
0: you may have wrote it because it's quite early on in the in the season. Um and it's when they've all got boyfriends and louise is looking for a boyfriend and janet says to her well why don't you just get a hobby and louise says you guys are my hobby (laughs) oh i'm sorry i'm
1: I'm laughing at my own joke
0: (laughs) oh no i i I think that's hilarious and then the favorite my favorite line of dialogue that i've ever written just to like include it it's so
1: creepy as well yeah
0: Um, Mine may be slightly creepier My favourite line of dialogue that I've ever written is Why the fuck is my nana Playing with condoms
1: (laughs) But did you answer Did Um, you you answer that That, that,
0: Why she's playing with condoms
1: Why is she playing with condoms I I really want to know I don't (laughs) want
0: to spoil it for everyone so I'll edit this out what's happening next because i know you've been working away for the past couple of months working as i was told working to tight deadlines are we allowed to talk
1: what a deadline but um uh we're allowed to talk but we're not allowed to actually say what i'm working on because they get um I mean, i'm sure you can find it out online but 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 they get whoever these people are these mysterious people um i'm not allowed to actually say blink um,
0: once if it's two pints the remake
1: now i can't blink
0: (laughs) (laughs) have you um like i'm not saying that it is two pints have you started any like have you got an idea of where if that was to come back i'm really aware we keep running back to two pints but if you were to bring that back have you got an idea of where you'd want to pick up the story Yes,
1: I do. Um, I would like to pick up the story with two ageing old working class geezers in a pub combating the the terrible things that we, we say about men at the moment. And believe you me, I, I've got plenty of terrible things to, to say about men and men's behaviour and, and especially in this industry and, and Honest to God, um, there there will be there will be tales um, that will go around about that. But um, when you have so <laughs> something that some men may not comprehend is that the bad guys do exist. Yeah, and I want to see the very very comforting story of people like Gaz and Johnny who live in a world where bad guys don't exist i wanted to um acknowledge that and um to 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 understand that like the the bad guys are out there and all that sort of stuff but i don't want gas and johnny to uh to ever ever in in in, in the world of two points to 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 be them yeah to, to, to um, be part of them
0: so yeah, no i get that 110
1: 110
0: 100. And, that's how much i'm backing you because this is also my audition for barman in that pub <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll get i'll get a number i'll get a I number will we'll, we'll,
1: we'll stick it, it on my, stick it Drums on my oh i like that Hold oh, that's hold that up. coming up.
0: We have got a little game coming up, so I mean, we can play it now. It's called Stage Right yeah. or Stage Shite, and all these.
1: Okay, so I've listened to your podcast, so I know exactly what it. So
0: is. you know exactly what it is. So we got three yes. stories all compiled by our producer, um, and mm-hmm. it's our job to find out which one is the lie. Uh, I'm doing it a little bit more professional. <laughs> I've got cue cards now <laughs> instead of me just I
1: like holding up the uh, piece your, of paper. Your producer's name. Your producer's name again is he- he- Heather.
0: He- Heather Spiden. Heather. Yes. yes. My best friend, my writing partner, my co-director and a massive pain in the arse.
1: <laughs> I, that. Uh,
0: I love her so much. I can't wait. I genuinely I'm getting to see her on Sunday. So <laughs> You're going to
1: get your ass kicked. <laughs> no,
0: I can't wait. We're getting to see each other on Sunday because we're doing the promo shoot and I, I'm so excited to see oh. her but okay. here's the game. So during my final year of drama school, we were doing Shakespeare and I tripped over a wire backstage and ended up falling through the stage curtain. I ended up on stage interrupting Lady Macbeth's final monologue in front of 200 people. Number two, my secondary school drama teacher was casting our school musical and a year seven girl who was cast in the ensemble went to the headmistress because she wasn't cast as Sandy in Greece. She told the headmistress that she was being discriminated against because she was ginger. Number three, on my first ever theatre job, my costume had to be altered and my girlfriend had taken it to her tailor. I took the branded garment bag out of the wardrobe and made my way to the theatre, which was about an hour away from home. And when I got to the dressing room and took my costume out of the garment bag, I realised. I realised that I didn't have my soldier's costume. I had my girlfriend's bridesmaid's dress. I was mortified Ugh. for the rest of that dress rehearsal.
1: Okay, so three is stage shite.
0: Right, so you're thinking in my three. Opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm thinking two. Because, I mean, that's like a, that's really? a confident little girl going and saying, she's not casting me as because I... I'm ginger. Because I've got the answer in the envelope. I'm here.
1: going for three. You're going because, for three. Um, I'm going to go for two. two. Okay.
0: Because that's some you're fucking goal me. saying, like, she hasn't cast me because I'm ginger number
1: three yeah of course it was because they gave too much detail the <laughs> thing about a lie is
0: <laughs> i'm not when good at you lying tell a so... lie,
1: you give the least amount of detail <laughs> <laughs> and they give too much detail
0: i always get caught out um but yeah imagine going to your head teacher and being like excuse me uh the teacher won't cast me in the show as sandy because i'm ginger I'm. I have secondhand embarrassment. Tell
1: me. I I imagine. I think that little girl was my husband.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. But we're coming to the end now. Thank you so much for coming on. Genuinely, like I said, um, at the beginning. Don't
1: keep talking to me. I. You are
0: one of my idols, and this is a surreal moment for me. Like this is. No, you are one of my
1: idols Matt
0: don't you'll make me cry um I I, I grew up I
1: watching... love to make you cry 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 cry
0: <laughs> we are really similar because I do things like that I give my friends presents and I see them crying like i go, go on cry fucking cry um but I grew up watching your I'm work so
1: glad Ingram I'm, I'm I'm so glad that I um that I, I she's the one thing that I said yes to this year um and it's been an absolute pleasure
0: oh you I've grown up watching your work you are a re you are one of the reasons that I work in this industry and actively strive to do what I do
1: you're a fantastic person and you are 23 years old genuinely means so much 23 last week um and 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 you're just gonna get fantastic and more fantastic and and it, it, it's just been such a pleasure talking oh,
0: to you such that, a means, nice person. that means so much and like genuinely um i, I still I, if you cry
1: cry, if, cry 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 i mean i, I do you want me to
0: tell you the one way to make me cry tell me i can be an extra on the when two pints is rebirthed if i can come and be on two pints Will
1: i'll cry, cry oh no but i i be a crying extra on two pints I, i'll do crying. it
0: uh, <laughs> i'll do this i'll let you punch me in the face to make me cry i'm
1: not gonna punch anyone in the face i couldn't <laughs> punch you um, your wee little face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes um like thank you so much this has genuinely been one of the most surreal moments of my life and i don't think i'll ever forget it
1: oh well me too but i will see you very very soon
0: yes um,
1: um, on um the night, i'm sure <laughs>
0: I will let you get back to real life now. Right. Um, thank you so much for coming on. It's oh, i want genuinely been to
1: you. <laughs> Where, oh, right, I nearly forgot. Where then. can everyone
0: find you on social media? I completely forgot about that part. Oh I God.
1: got, uh, oh, I'm so bad at social media, I think it's so destructive, but at the same time, um, <laughs> um at Nixon S N I C K S O N S.
0: Perfect. I got because I, I. Tend to stay away from social media with guests, and I got the notification to say Susan Nixon just followed you and I almost shout myself. So thank you for that.
1: Oh don't be daft. Oh god. Honestly, it, it it's been an absolute lovely afternoon for me. And such a nice time.
0: And there we have it, another episode of Drama School Dropout completed. Fuck me, that was overwhelming. Uh, Susan is one of my heroes, one of my icons, my idol. I absolutely love her and cannot thank her enough for coming and giving me her time that... That was mental. Uh, I'm slightly still overwhelmed. This is a running theme on the podcast now, uh, but thank you also to all of you guys that are listening at home again. This would never be possible if it weren't for all of you guys listening to me chat some shit. Um, so yes, please go and follow Susan and myself on all of the social medias shows all of the love. And if you're feeling generous, please scroll down and leave us a little rating and a review. It really helps the podcast and it fuels my fantasy of being mega famous. Um, And remember, if you've ever got a story for Stage Right or Stage Shite, please email us using the email address dramaschooldropoutpod at gmail.com. And who knows, maybe your story will end up on the podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for continuing to listen in to me, waffling shite with some of my favourite people in the world. It means... The absolute world and we've got so many cool guests coming up so make sure that you are subscribed to drama school dropout so that you get all of the new episodes when they hit the podcast shelves Genuinely, I am slightly overwhelmed with the amount of people that are coming on the podcast, the amount of people that are listening. It means the absolute world. So thank you so much, guys. And next week, I'll be back again, same time, same place, Tuesday at 7am. And I'll be chatting to the star of the new play at the Garrick Theatre in the West End of London. I'll be chatting to the star of Death Drop, Willem, who also happens to be the star of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 4. You will hear me again next week. Roll a theme tune Drama school drop no graduation day for you drama scooter Don't you whole course now try something new drama scooter